0: Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Again, again, again.
1: today dick (laughs) oh you you look like you just rolled out of bed
0: about half an hour ago (laughs) oh no was it a big night no no it was just a late night working and you know normally we normally we do this thursday afternoons but um obviously with the riviera going on and everything we were there yesterday and wednesday um we we reverted to the morning the morning pod which i'm a fan of but I'm starting up a little bit later this morning. That's all.
1: Yeah, folks. From now on, if this comes out on Friday, it might come out on Saturdays. Just just look it's coming around up. this time of the week. <laughs> <Just> don't <laughs> set your calendar, but look around the later part of the week. I
0: will say we're pretty good most of the time of putting yeah. it up on Fridays. But you know, when when Keegan Bradley gives you an all access pass to go to the Riviera and watch the tournament, you kind of have to go to the tournament.
1: Yeah, we're going to be jumping into it. cutsy's entire experience at the Genesis. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty exhilarating to watch. I just want to say real quick, it's good that you're sleeping, though, buddy. It's, you know, this this guy usually gets up at like six. He's answering text messages. And it's like, just get more than four hours. You know, Bobby and I have been concerned. So it's good to see you sleeping oh, in Bob's a little bit. Bob's like
0: fucking Rip Van Winkle. You guys or you guys sleeps like 10 hours a day, dude. <laughs> I called oh, him the other day, he's he been by 9.30, dude. I called him, I was, I was, I had some free time at work. I was calling just to check in and see how one of the videos was doing or whatever. He calls me, he's like, Cutsy. I was like, bro, are you in bed? It's not even 10 o'clock. What are you doing? This guy and, lives like a retired. i got a lot
1: of respect for what he does he goes to bed early and he, <laughs> and he and he gets up early this guy's texting me already when i'm waking up on the east coast he's waking up to take a fucking run this guy i mean listen this guy's gonna he's gonna live to 100 it's, it, he's gonna live <laughs> well past us he's gonna have a lot of success and he's gonna live a long time to see it but let's jump into the genesis walk us through the last couple of days for you. I mean, take us from beginning to end. Don't spare any details. What's it been like?
0: So, um, we we we've had a pretty whirlwind couple of days. Uh, we got a text from Keegan Bradley on the PGA tour. Robbie did um, unlike the weekend, I think it was. He had run into him at waste management, and Keegan just had told us that he was big fans of us and he wanted to get us out there for. The Genesis, if we had tickets or whatnot. So um, he hits us up and he goes, Hey guys, we have the, the tour trucks coming. They're there on the Wednesday. They'll be there Wednesday. And basically for any of you who have not known, because I, this is news to me, I, I did not know this. Um, all the companies like TaylorMade, Srixon, Titleist, all these companies, they have these massive fucking like uh, work trucks, basically where they have their workstation within them and they drive them across the country. These things are worth like three quarters of a million dollars. They're unbelievable. So he said, I want you to come and check them out. So the purpose of these things is the guys before the tournament will test out their clubs. If they need new wedges, if they need new anything Um, they have all their custom fit shafts and, and heads and everything like that in there. So they can just literally put together a new wedge for Keegan or for whoever, um and and set it up and these guys so so we went and checked it out you know he said you know we'll get your media passes because on the wednesday you know only media and and then the players and their teams are allowed to be on the course so we get there and it, it was unbelievable Ticket, we were chopping it up with the tour like i was ready to tour, like to fucking tee off in a couple hours like we were on the driving range we were talking keegan was introducing us to different players we were talking with caddies. We were chopping it up. Big Wave Dave was there, so we were hitting him up. Oh, yeah. Sammy Ryder came up to us and was talking to us. It was it was really, really cool. So, so just, real
1: quick, I don't want to blow past this. So you're telling me if Dustin Johnson is saying, hey, I'm not having a, a lot of luck with my wedge this week. I'd love to stop by the, the tailor-made truck. He, he just, just r- goes in. He, he calls, walks in there, and he's like, I love this shaft. I love that head. I'm looking for 50. Well, they already –
0: it's even more in depth because they already have everything picked out for each guy. So the Strixon truck, we went in there and they were showing us, they have Brooks, they have Matsuyama, they have Sammy Ryder, they have right. Keegan Bradley. So all those guys, they have their custom made stuff that they've already agreed to use. Like their, 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 their equipment, right. um, they have it stored already. So it's not like they're changing it. they are just getting new ones. You know what I mean? Like, so if these guys have a custom made shaft, they have like another ten replacements there that they can make a new one that's exactly like the one that they have and just put it together so he'll just hit his guy up and he'll go i i, I need a i need a new 60 and within an with within an hour they'll have a new club for him Holy shit. and i was asking keegan i said well normally it's, it's about feel like so with wedges don't you want to go with something that you you know you, you feel like you've you know you're you're working in and that you're comfortable with and you're you're having success with he goes no he goes absolutely not because he said the blade if you look at the ridges on the blade, right. the grooves, he goes, they get worn out over time. So when you get new, when you get new wedges, those grooves are open. So it's so much easier to control to get more spin on the ball, to come through the ball and get con- proper contact. So he's telling me that they're getting new wedges once a month.
1: Holy shit.
0: So I I I, I should put out like Robbie's got the photo, the video footage. We go in this truck. And it's, it's not like a truck. It's like being in a warehouse workstation. They got drill saws. What do you saws think they and, do
1: with the old wedges when they're done after a done, month? Done,
0: finished, they throw them out. You
1: think it's like this, the, the team who doesn't win the Super Bowl? all of a sudden you <laughs> see those shirts in Africa? Like, do we just see
0: <laughs> m- m- old something cutter? Like that. <laughs> so, so he's bringing us in this truck and he's showing us around and, um, you know. Meanwhile, I I, I know who Keegan Bradley is. I did not know that he was as into like watching the Bob does sports and the and the content that Bobby and I put out as he was. So one of the videos that we recently we recently shot was for the eighteen Fireball Challenge, um, where we have to drink eighteen shots of Fireball in nine holes and break a score of forty. And on the last hole, I'm in the middle of the fairway, and I said, I just need one good chip. And I took out the fifty six, and I said, this club's been riddling me all day this is the shot I'm going to get it. And I fucking duffed it. And I was ready to throw the club in the water. And, uh, so he goes, I got a surprise for you. So we go in the truck and, uh, he goes, I got you a new wedge. Um, since I know that you're having problems with yours and I look at this brand new Cleveland wedge, just like pro specific, you know, pro, pro, uh, Pros, uh, what 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 is the word Specs, I'm looking
1: specifications. for? Specs, like specifications.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they've engraved the word cutsy on the on the front of the head of the. I was like, dude, that's so sick. So then Keegan goes, well, listen, guys, I gotta I gotta warm up. I gotta so get out. Who
1: did that for you? Was that KB who did that for you, or he was told that
0: team to make a wedge? So now that they was actually,
1: because of him. Wow, that's unbelievable. So they unbelievable. fucked up. He
0: told them to make a, me a 56, but they made a 60. So he actually came to me after he goes. Hey, Katsi, I'm sorry. Like, I hope you're not upset. Like, I told you it was going to be a 56. They fucked up. They made a 60. I was like, dude, I could gear less right now. Now, the only question is, do I do I play with this club or do I just leave it as, like, memorabilia that? Like, you know, like, that's kind of cool, no?
1: I think you're going to be having a lot of opportunities to be getting some sick clubs in the future. Um, I think you use it. You got to use it. Especially... Yeah. I've seen you throw your 60-degree wedge more than any other club.
0: I think you could
1: use a new one.
0: Try oh, this Cuts thing club. looks unbelievable ticket. It's unbelievable. So long story short, he goes and starts warming up. We go to the driving range with him. We're chatting with players, you know, and, and some of these guys I don't even know. And I'm meanwhile, what I fail to say is I'm wearing a suit. I'm wearing a full-blown suit because I have to leave – Riviera and go directly to work after. And I didn't think we were going to be walking the course. I thought we were just going to go to the truck and like, you know, maybe yeah, you look the...
1: like an agent. You look like you were trying I to had multiple some of golfers people... for a commercial or something.
0: Yeah. Matthew Neesmith said, are you an agent or are you here for a funeral? And like, we started <laughs> chatting and dude, nicest guy ever. And a lot of these guys on the Wednesday, because they're not playing, they're way loose. Like they're easy going, they're laughing, they're chatting it up. It was, it, so we go there and we're, we're talking to these guys. And then Keegan goes, to, to hole one so we go to watch him and we're behind the we're like we're we're watching from the ropes and he's like what are you guys doing come on in so we walk onto the t-box and there's people watching like and we walk and he's playing with three or four amateurs which i did also did not know they have to do this amateur round before the round of golf and the guys who are high up in the fedex rankings all of them they have to do it once a week he says he says it's like a little bit tough because you know, some of the guys don't bring much to the table, Yeah, but I course. guess they, they, they spend a ton of money. So the, the tour is making money off of it. So we're walking down the fairway with Keegan and his caddy and shooting the shit. And these four amateurs are watching me and Bob who have no place there. Bob's wearing shorts chicken legs hanging out and i'm wearing what a full-blown wearing suit.
1: shorts for i don't That's know well, i was wearing it unbelievable. <laughs> i don't even think they let you in with shorts what is he uh, doing
0: and then i'm wearing a suit and these amateurs are like who paid like ten thousand dollars to play in this round with keegan are watching him chop it up with us and laughing with us and they're looking us like who the fuck are these guys bro it was honestly it was one of the coolest i mean we didn't go the whole round with keegan we did like four or five holes we looped um but just one of the coolest experiences that we have had
1: that's when keegan bradley no one... needed to step in and look at the amateurs and say those two guys oh who who are those two guys that's the future of golf right there
0: oh dude that's he said the that, yeah.
1: future of golf
0: yeah, that was pretty wild. Keegan Keegan was talking to us and you know, he said I didn't know that you watched our videos that much and stuff. He's like, "Oh, dude, I think you guys are hilarious." And he goes, "To be completely honest, you know, what you guys are doing is what golf needs right now. It's it's it's, you know, it's it's changing its identity, it's growing, it's adapting, it's becoming more, you know, more involved for everybody. You know, the exclusivity of golf is starting, you know, we want to break the stigmas and we want people to enjoy the game no matter who you come from." You know what, you know, how much money you have, you know, what position you're coming from. You should be able to enjoy the game. He goes, and that's the future of golf. I was like, pretty blown away. then we went yesterday,
1: loosening up the stiffness of it, allowing more things like Bob the heckling, you know, not when they're teeing off, just a more fun environment as opposed to a stiff environment. I think you should still wear pants. That's for sure. Shouldn't be wearing. Well, he shorts.
0: was he, he was he was a spectator. There's nothing wrong with wearing shorts. Bob does need to get those. It's a fashion those...
1: nightmare, that kid. He's in a fashion
0: nightmare. <laughs> the bucket hat, a t-shirt, and shorts. Just and meant struck. for Florida. Just meant oh, for Jupiter, Florida. Oh, this guy screams retiree. So, but yeah, no. And then last night ticket we I we went again yesterday, which was awesome. There were fans there, so it was a little bit different dynamics, and also the players you know, at that point they are in the tournament. So like the demeanor of a lot of these guys changes because they're focused on trying to win the tournament. So they give you a lot less. But then last night we had Jim Nance come to the restaurant. Did I tell you this? No, you didn't. And so he was trying to get a reservation and I'm sitting at the host desk and I'm like, my head's down, I'm writing down some stuff. And I hear this angelic voice that I just, I didn't even have to look up. I'm like, it's Jim Nance. He's like, good evening. He's like, me and my friends would like to get a reservation. We were just wondering if it was possible. He's talking to the hostess. Yeah. He's like we're a party of six. And she's like, okay, um, can I get the first name? He's like, first name's going to be Jim. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I look up. It's Jim Nance, dude. And he's like, you know, we'd really appreciate it if you could get us around booth tonight since we are a bigger party. And the host is like, well, I don't know if I can. I, I, I fucking stopped. The host. I was like, I guarantee you we will have a booth for you tonight, Mr. Nance. And he's like. Thank you so much. And he's like, he walks away. And I was like, oh my God. So he comes in the restaurant later on for his dinner reservation. I'm like, I gotta talk to, I gotta at least come by Nance's table. Like Jim Nance, we have had Al Michaels. These guys are legends, dude. These guys are just legends. So I walk up and I'm like, I'm like, Mr. Nance. I was like, I told you to get a booth. Are you happy with it? He's like, I've been looking to see to see you. I haven't seen you all night. Like, you're running around. I wanted to thank you. And I was like, Oh, oh, uh, yeah, we're busy tonight. This and that. And he's like, he's talking to me and he's like, thank you so much. He's like, can I get your business card? And I was like, my business card? He's like, yeah, that way, you know, in the future when we're in town, I can reach out to you. And I was like, well, Mr. Nance, I don't think that's going to be really relevant anymore. And he's like, why? I was like, well, I actually just, you know, I'm actually quitting my job. I'm not going to be working at the at the restaurant anymore. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, well, what are you doing now? I was like, well, you know, I'm making videos. <laughs> is that what you said <laughs> i said i said i'm, I'm going into social media because he asked me then he goes well were you at the course today and i was like yeah he's like were you looping with bradley because i had told him earlier that i was at riviera and that keegan had got his access and um, i said yeah he goes how do you know keegan i go oh well he watches our videos and jim's like what do you mean he watches your videos i was like well me and my buddy we put up golf videos and and do stuff on social media and he just really he's a real fan and wanted to bring us out. And he's like, so that's your new job. Now you're going to be doing golf videos. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, how long have you been in the industry? I was like, yeah, a little over a decade. And then he goes (laughs) to this guy across from me He goes, Paul, can you believe this? This guy's in the, he's working for a Michelin star restaurant. He's quitting to make, you know, to, to, to join social media, make golf videos. And I was like, Mr. Nance, if you don't mind, please, if you don't wouldn't mind saying it so loud, Like my employees don't know yet. And the table, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I just resigned yesterday. The table starts (laughs) dying of laughter. (laughs) I was like, Mr. Nance, if you don't mind, please not to say it too loud. My employees still don't know I'm resigning. (laughs) Hey Nance, you mind shutting the fuck up real quick? (laughs) So then he was, he was beyond himself. He was like, he's like, well, where do I go? How do I watch these videos? I was like, well, they're on YouTube and Instagram. He's like, He's like, he's like, I was like, I'm, you know, he's like, at the end, before I leave, I want you to show me where I can watch some of these videos. Cause I, I, I'm, you have my, you have my attention now. I'm like intrigued. So I didn't think much of it. You know, they had their dinner, they're real happy. And then at the end they're leaving. I was like, he comes up to me. He's like, thank you so, so much for everything. It was, you know, delightful. And we had a great time. And he goes, so you have that information for me. And I was like, what? He's like, I asked you to write down so I could go and look and watch all your videos. I took a fucking business card out to, I started scribbling down like my number and my, my email and stuff. And like where he could watch the videos. I was like, yeah, you want to go on YouTube and you want to watch Bob does sports. And he's like, who's Bob. I was like, well, Bob's my best friend. He's the one who was working here with me. And we started making videos together. And now we, we do this. And, um, I said, you know, if you don't mind watching and let me know. He's like, I absolutely will. So I may or may not be receiving an email from Jim Nance after watching our Bob does sports videos. I mean, it's been a whirlwind couple of days. It's That's been
1: unbelievable. You know, Jim Nance is. All, I mean, not only is he hilarious, just on his own in his own right, but he, he like shows up in TV shows and commercials. I mean, oh, he's he's, he's legitimately hilarious. I mean. This guy, oh, he's is a legend in front of technology. He's going to absolutely be watching that. You know, if it was Gus Johnson, I'd be like, yeah, he's not fucking watching that Jim, I think he, I think he will. 100% will. will.
0: So uh, the reason I think he will, I actually know he will is because one of Rob's friends, another guy named Rob from Jersey wrote Jim Nance a letter. I think him and his brother, his brother had some, some illnesses or whatever, and they were going to different tournaments and, and, and and doing oh, Rob coverage. Grant.
1: Yeah, he's yes. got a podcast. I and so him he all did time. a
0: podcast, and he reached out to Jim asking him to join the podcast. And Jim Nance went on his podcast. On
1: podcast. I know what I a legend, on, bro. I think he went on twice. I
0: he and and he, I, I I brought it up to Jim. I was like I was like, yeah, one of my friends. You know, he, he's like, oh, is he the guy with the brother? I was like, yeah. He's like, what a wonderful young man that is, dude. He's just the nice, like, he's the nicest guy. And before he left, I was like. I was like, I got to tell you, Mr. Nance, I was like, it's truly an honor having you in the restaurant. I was like, for someone who has, you know, just been around the game for a while now, like you just, you're, you're, you're iconic. You help build the game and do, you know, do what you do to, to, to get people to, you know, you've been the voice of the masters for years. Like it's so cool. And I go, you know, all we want to do is build the game in our own way and like try to appeal to new golfers and, and make the game fun and grow it. And, you know, that's what i think it's all about and you know just i and again basically saying what what keegan and i were talking about at gymnast looks at me and he's like that's exactly what the game needs bro i had goosebumps it was yeah. so cool man that's so, unbelievable yeah. man i think we're I gonna mean, go again tomorrow to the tournament and check it out but it's just been awesome man and and knowing somebody on the end it's just been like now i feel like we kind of have our foot on the door inside the door of the tour. yeah
1: yeah, man, it's I I love those commentators. I uh, they're like bigger celebrities to me than like Leo or Brad, Brad Pitt. Oh, I mean, I just get more excited when I when I see one of them in the wild. Like when 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 Bob <laughs> and I and back nine, when they took me to <clears throat> Bel Air Country Club and we were sitting there with oh the member God. afterwards and we were ha- we were having lunch or something. And just like you said, I just heard this voice, this angelic voice. And before oh. I even saw his face, I was like, fucking al michaels that's fucking al michaels and were you it was, freaking out i got goosebumps i was like that's bob that's fucking al. <laughs> and um and and then you know he was just being so sweet to the to the staff and and to everyone there and he was having conversation with everybody you know he wasn't being a prick and i was like oh my i got way more goosebumps than seeing any other celebrity in LA. I just love commentators, man. Why do you think that
0: is that you love them so much?
1: I just think, you know, they've been a part of our lives for so long, especially those guys like, like Nance, like you were saying, I mean, he's been the voice of the Masters for so long. Um, I think every March Madness I've ever watched, he's been there. So it's almost like I've grown up with these guys. And, and, and certainly I grew up with Leo's movies and whatnot. But, you know, he's acting. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I'm really watching big moments, at least in my life, because sports are so important to me. With, with Alongside Al Michaels, alongside Phil Nance and, and these guys. I, I don't know. I just love them, man. And to see them. Gets me so much more excited
0: oh, than I was saying, up.
1: yeah. I mean, so and you know
0: what is cool to see is that, like, sometimes these guys can be assholes, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know, like, right. if you're watching Stephen A, if he's going out, like, how, but dude, Jim Nance is just a gentleman, dude. He's just such yeah. a, and by the way, he's sitting with these big wig golf guys. I don't know what they were, but I know they're involved. One guy's wearing a Cypress Point jacket, another, guy... I mean, these guys were like big time, you know, and then. You know, I had the table cracking up a couple times and, they, you know, but it's just like, man, I, I was very tentative about going to the table too much because these guys were also fascinated by Jim. So, like, he's telling stories. I, I think after watching it, I think Jim Nance would be, like, one of the people I would want to have, like, to go to dinner with. I, yeah, I just think 100%. he would be. Imagine the amount of stories this guy has. He's like,
1: got stories and he's got good comedic timing. I mean, I've seen him in a couple of te- he was in He was in an episode of How I Met Your Mother and I was laughing my ass off. Was he, he really? Yeah, he, he's got great like <laughs> Peyton Manning level IQ with comedy. I mean, he, he's just phenomenal. So what an awesome experience for you. Is there anything else from the Genesis over the weekend that you wanted to, to mention? Um, or
0: I don't know. Like, I, I think we're going to go back tomorrow. We got a ton of fucking funny footage i think we're gonna make a video out of it um but yeah no dude it was just really cool keegan yeah. what a guy i will be rooting for keegan bradley for a while now um i mean he was just so so nice he was bringing us out there like he was introducing to us to everybody he goes you know i just want i want to get in on the ground floor with you guys before you become too big and i'm like too big You're this guy's a pga champion he's been on the tour for fucking what over a decade you know at least I mean, he knows everybody. He went on a trip with Jordan and Brady. I mean, this guy knows everyone. He's friends with Tiger. He yeah. golfs regularly with Tiger. The fact that he's saying it was really cool, man. It was really surreal. Like the whole thing, it was, it was really awesome. I, I love golf. And, you know, only the last few years, three, four years, I've really got into watching the tour, you know, because I always enjoyed playing, but I never really got involved watching the tours much. In the last few years, I've gotten into it. And, you know, now that we can bet on it and stuff, I feel like it just makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. But, yeah, I mean, yesterday was a whole different experience. I wish you had been there. You would have been in your glory, Tick.
1: Yeah, you that really would have, been,
0: would have been.
1: That would have been phenomenal.
0: Like, I we mean, went with Jet yesterday, and um, he knows every golfer, dude. He's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. He's like telling, and like some of the guys, I don't know who these guys are. So, he was just fascinated, dude.
1: Yeah. I was texting with the jet a little bit yesterday and he was just beside himself. I mean, he, he, he couldn't believe it. I mean, he, and it's true. He knows fucking everybody and their mother and dude, the couple videos that he posted were hysterical. Oh. I could fix that grip.
0: I could fix that grip. Did in you one see minute. that video? <laughs> yeah, it
1: was unbelievable. Oh, but
0: it was so crazy because we're on the driving range. We have driving range access. And like yesterday there's fans, but they're on stands behind the fence where the guys are teeing off and we're walking like next to these players like Rory walked literally right by me like the only players on the on on the range are the only people on the range are the players and their team like there wasn't even any media so like these guys are thinking that we have something to do with golf and we're just taking videos and watch it was so cool dude. I wish yeah. you had been there. It was so cool.
1: Yeah, it would have been awesome. But that's so cool that you guys had that experience. Mm. And, and it's true. I mean, the, the, the new wave of golf is, is what we saw last week at the Waste Management in Phoenix. I mean, that that party atmosphere, that looser atmosphere. I guess guys wear shorts now. Um, it That is the future. And, and you guys making funny videos and having more access to these golfers. And and it's just really cool to see, man. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. It's really All good. right.
1: Well, let's move into some sports. Just a little bit of sports. Um, Kyler Murray, you know the fuck, man. The fuck's going yeah. on with that guy? Give me a little bit of your take. You, you more on the side of the Cardinals? He's acting immature. He, or are you more on Kyler's side? These guys, it's weird timing. What's going on there? Give me cutsy's take on that.
0: I'd like to know what you think about it, actually. I, I, I mean, yeah. I feel. I feel a certain way. I don't feel too strongly about either way, but I'm interested to hear your take on it.
1: I think, listen, who knows? Who knows if he's being immature, but I'll tell you what, if they are going to say that about him, you know what is immature? Is scrubbing your Instagram of every last photo that references the Cardinals. Is that what he did? Ultimately, the company that you work for for the last two years. That's what he did. That's the ultimate immature move. I mean it's like, I
0: did not know that. So what's on his Instagram? That's now?
1: how this whole thing started. It's nothing. It's like him as I think there's a picture of him in his A's cost <clears throat> in his A's uniform, baseball, him at the Pro Bowl, but there's no mention of the Cardinals. You can't see their what? insignia there. Yeah, dude. So I don't know. It is weird timing, I'll give you that. The guy's trying to get paid and of course now this comes out. But I will say he is that one, the only Piece of evidence that I actually have of him erasing his entire Instagram, that's an immature move. It's like when you break up with your boyfriend and you just erase every picture last of him fucking here. video. That must be brand new or he's putting it back. Is that his account?
0: Kyler Murray. Yeah. This is from four days ago. Play this. I play this game for the love of it. My teammates, everyone who's helped me get to this position that believed in me and to win championships, all of this nonsense is not what I'm about. Never has been, never will be. Anyone who has ever stepped between those lines with me knows how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better.
1: That's his response to everyone questioning him. Look, is that the only one?
0: Uh yes. He used yes. to have 60 photos, all of him <clears throat> playing for the Cardinals. He only has three posts right now. Yeah, he
1: erased everything, bro. Everything. What the fuck? I don't know what's going on there. Cliff Kingsbury's clutching a lot of heat, man. Um, and he's part of the organization saying that he's immature. He's hard to coach. He's not listening to us. You know, he he's not taking accountability after the games. He's blaming everyone but himself. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Kyler, but I say that one move. But when did
0: but- he turn so unhappy with things? Like, I felt like they had a pretty good season for the most part. Like, up until the halfway point, they were one of the best teams in the league.
1: I guess he didn't want to finish that playoff game where they were losing 30 by 30 points. He wanted to be sidelined in the fourth quarter against the Rams, and that that sort of began it, and then – he, about a week ago, scrubbed his entire Instagram of all the Cardinals uh, footage that he had and all the pictures, and then that sort of led the Cardinals to react. He's he's becoming a little immature. He
0: did play terrible, by the way, at the end of the season. He did. He did. Like the, the playoff game, he was awful. And by the way, he was terrible in the Pro Bowl as well. He threw a big six. In the Pro Bowl, he threw, I think, one or two interceptions.
1: He had, he had one pick and he had two inter- He had two touchdowns. He played okay. He played all right. Well, he the threw picks, six, but Who I mean, a flying uh, fuck.
0: Yeah, but my point is that he just did not finish the season, you know, very well. Like he, he played awful, and now I know he didn't have help. Like that offensive line was just decimated. It was not good. But I, I didn't realize it was. It had spiraled to the point that he was wiping out photos on Instagram. That's just. I mean, it's a little immature.
1: Yeah, it is. I agree. He's like somebody he's breaks up with
0: a girlfriend and they get fucking all ass ass hurt and they want to fucking remove everything.
1: Yeah, Like I I, I already said that, but. I know, I know, but I, it is the best <laughs> way to explain it. It is. And that's always an immature move. I mean, it's one thing if you're doing it because like, okay, I'm trying to move on. I want, you know, I, I don't want my new girlfriend if I have one to see all that shit. But if you're doing it just to spite them, like erasing them from your life, that is a very immature move. And it's not the way to handle your business at the end of the day, because this isn't a girlfriend. This isn't a boyfriend. This is a business he works for. They've paid him. They are paying him. That's where he collects his paycheck. And it's, you know, it's it's not the way you deal with things. I don't, I hate this public shit about how you try to strong arm your company into either paying you more or giving you more power. I, I hate it. Handle your business in house handle it in-house or go somewhere else. And I mean, he's
0: he's also a position that is genuinely rewarded for their good play. Like you could argue that the quarterback position is the best compensated position in terms of all the sports, you know, because the amount that they're getting paid, maybe pitchers in baseball, but like, He's got to know that payday's coming. You know what I mean. He's still on the rookie contract. Well, that's the
1: other side of the coin. Here is people who are saying this is weird timing for the Cardinals to be claiming that he's immature, saying that he he doesn't take enough responsibility because he he's looking to sign a new contract, and this would give him less money if all this were true right so they're trying to uh, some people are saying that they're trying to get a smaller contract with him hey him if less that's money. the case that's
0: real fucking scummy from the from the arizona cardinals well who's to say which side i'm saying i'm uh, he- just saying that uh, we look at the facts in a situation like this right yep the, the facts are that the last what how many years he's been in the league two three i think that was his third year yeah every year he's been in the league he's been unbelievable he's better. he's
1: He's gotten better.
0: He's gotten better. He's brought, he's brought that Arizona Cardinals team to be actually like a pretty prominent team in the, in the NFC. Um, He doesn't complain. He goes out there. He takes a beating every game. Right. But he's played very, if you look at the body of work that he's put out, he's been excellent. he has been one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I think you could argue he's a top 10 quarterback pretty easily. I think he's easily a top 10 quarterback. So that's what I'm saying. So like, I think at these times, you have to look at the facts. If you're saying he's a top 10 quarterback in the league, he's in the upper echelon in terms of the highest position that and the most important position in all of the NFL, he deserves to get paid. I mean, whether he's a baby or not, he deserves the money that he's 100%. going. 100%. He absolutely does. 100%. I will say
1: it was strange. When DeAndre Hopkins went down, the team imploded. I mean, it was like the entire for, team. such
0: a good team just being
1: garbage. As soon as he got hurt. As soon as he got hurt. So would you take him over Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray?
0: No, you wouldn't. I would short term. My concern with Kyler is he's such a small guy and the, and the style of football that he plays is very like organized chaos. Like he's running for his life and he's trying to, you you know, he's trying to like extend plays, which when he does, it's unbelievable. But my concern is, one of these days he's going to get fucking creamed trying to extend the play and roll out. And you're going to have alignment, just deck him out and he's going to get hurt. Like he's already dealt with some injuries. Um, Nothing serious, but like, I just don't think he's as durable as Dak. Like if I'm looking for a long-term guy, I think Dak Prescott gives me a lot more security than, and that's even with the big injury that Dak has. I just think, you know, aside from that one injury, he's, he played almost every single game up until that point point. And I do think that he is – I think he's also a little bit of a better decision-maker than Kyler. I think Kyler – now, he's also been in the league a lot longer, so that comes with it. But I, I think Dak is 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 the guy I'd go with over Kyler over a long-term period. Short-term, yeah, maybe not.
1: Dak is certainly a better leader of men as well. Yes. He, oh, he yeah. he takes all accountability even when he, he shouldn't, but that's that's what leaders do. He's and, accountable
0: uh, in press conferences. Like, he doesn't shy away when he plays bad. He goes, it's on me. Like – I like Dak a lot. I just Me I too. think Dak is very good. I just don't think he's among the best.
1: Right, yeah. But at this juncture, I, I agree with you. I, I I do think, I mean, from a talent standpoint, Kyler's far and away above oh, yeah. just about everybody. But uh, right now, at this juncture, who they are, I, I'm taking Dak as well. I, Kyler might be just outside of the top 10, quite honestly. He might not even be a top 10 quarterback. I mean, it's... I.
0: I, think- I Dak's probably nine
1: or 10, you know, he's probably one of the last man in, you know?
0: Well, the thing with, with, with the quarterback position so much more than just being a good player, like a wide receiver, you can be, you can just be a good player and just do your own thing. And, but when you're the quarterback, you have to be a leader. Like you said, you have got to rally troops. You have to learn how to, how to get your guys under control and keep them calm and focused and pump them up. Like, there's a lot more elements of being a good quarterback than just the skill level. And I think Dak has been, you know, the guy now for a while there in Dallas that he's kind of embraced that role a lot more than Kyler has over there in Arizona.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you got to face every press conference after every single game and you got to, even if it's not your fault, what a good quarterback will do is say, it's on me. I got to be better. I got to get it done. And that goes a long way. That's a big part of the job. That's why they get paid so much more than everyone else. Like you said, a wide receiver just needs to be good. A quarterback needs to be a leader. It really does. And it's such an important um, part of the position. All right. Well, let's move on here. Let's get it going. Let's move into some rapid fire. Let's do a little rapid fire. I'm not sure if you saw this. Packers signed Tom Clements, Aaron Rodgers' favorite quarterback coach.
0: Yeah, I saw it. They
1: signed him out of retirement. Is this a sign Aaron's coming back?
0: I have uh, inside information from talking to Keegan Bradley, nevertheless. He played around with Aaron Rodgers last week. And apparently um, from Aaron, it's between the Packers and the Broncos of where he's gonna go.
1: Wow, insider information. Insider information. Insider information. (laughs) I'll say if he's gonna stick with the Packers, this is a great move. This was a great move. They lured this cat out of retirement signed him apparently he's Aaron's favorite guy gives him a lot of credit for his early development as a quarterback and that's that's a hell of a move I think they got to get Devante back I think there's no well way. that's the
0: thing is I think that Aaron wherever he goes like if he would go if he would go to the Broncos he wants Devante to come with him right. so I think that that is the thing so if they can but then they also have got to convince Devante that if Aaron's staying that he's staying long term because they're gonna to want to sign Devonte long term, and he yeah, wants. Yeah,
1: Devonte's to... gonna want a big contract wherever he goes. So he's not. And, and he back deserves from...
0: it. He deserves a huge contract. He's the best, yeah. maybe aside from Cooper Cup. I actually think he's better than Cup just because of his size. I think he's stronger on the ball than than Cooper is. Cooper though is, I mean, it's hard to hard. Yeah, to it's argue.
1: it's one okay. and one a. I mean, those two guys, it, it, they they both deserve massive contracts, and and yeah. So Devontae needs to weigh. Okay, if Aaron comes back, is he coming back for one year? Is he coming back for two years? I'm trying to sign a five six year deal. Mm-hmm. So these are all things Devontae needs to uh, weigh. So we'll see what happens there. But I thought that was very interesting. Tom Clements,
0: quarterback guru. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a good sign. I mean, they're trying to do everything they can. To lure him back in. I mean.
1: And good for them. I mean, they, <clears throat> they really fucked that whole situation up with him. And now they're trying to repair <sighs> it. One would say they never should have gotten in that situation. But they are. And now they're trying their best to bring him back. Uh, moving on. The glass man. He shattered last night. Anthony Davis. This guy. This guy. Thinks This guy thinks the Lakers are a mess. People think LeBron's going back to Cleveland after. No, the year. they
0: don't. Do they? A lot of people think he's going
1: because <laughs> they've got a good young little roster going. They've got I could see him blue. going to like the
0: Knicks or something like that.
1: I think that they say the only way he's <clears throat> ever leaving and not retiring in L.A. is if he goes back to Cleveland.
0: They've got a good team. Uh, you haven't yeah, heard that this. Gar- Garland is really good. Yeah,
1: Garland is good. Jared Allen. They've got a good team. Jared
0: Allen, by the way, is a real good role player. That guy fucking is a beast.
1: Whatever you team. need, Jared Allen has. It.
0: <laughs> Doesn't matter what you need, he's gonna deliver. And then they have one of the they have one of the Moble, uh, Mobley brothers, right from USC. Yeah. Forget which one.
1: And they just signed. Uh, someone else too who was part of the Nets deal that went somewhere else and now he's with them. Um, maybe Karis Lavert. I don't know who it was. Probably not him. No,
0: not Lavert. No,
1: it was someone else just came anyway. The team's gotten much better and LeBron could be headed that way. I mean, I don't know what the, the Lakers, I don't even know where they go. If I'm the GM, it's bad. I don't, I don't know what you do. I don't you know got to get
0: rid of Russell. You got to get rid or of
1: what. Russell. He's not even worth a can of coke.
0: Well, <laughs> they overpaid for I mean they, they 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 took a big chance they tried to bring him in it, the chemistry's not worked. Well, it it is remained to be said that there's been tons of injuries on that team all year. Like those yeah, well, who saw really- who
1: didn't see Anthony Davis coming. That guy all he does is get hurt. He gets hurt more than he scores. This guy stinks. When did he become so fragile? He was a beast with
0: the Pelicans. He was a beast with the Pelicans. He got
1: hurt there, too, though. Not as often or frequently. But, you know, once that shit starts, it's, you snowball downhill and... Each well, these guys becomes... are so
0: big, their knees just get fucking blown out. It's this not good. This guy his foot up. I mean, this guy's like, fasciitis <laughs> is unbelievable. It's uh, They're a mess.
1: I think LeBron will go back to Cleveland. I think he wants to get the fuck out of there. Is Carmelo even on this team? Is he Is, is he here's of why the I team? Usually I don't
0: think you go to Cleveland because he wants to win more championships. Like LeBron wants to win more championships so he can be in the, in the Jordan discussion. Do you and really think might, his best Cleveland. chance is in Cleveland?
1: If he goes to that roster and he doesn't fuck it up and they don't have to lose a couple of those pieces to mm-hmm. bring him on board. I think he might, I think he might. The problem and I think with, he
0: could. The problem with LeBron is this, is he wants more championships, but he also wants to be the highest paid fucking player in the NBA and still get the diva treatment. Like if he took a little bit of a pay cut, he could go to some teams. I think, that don't he have might. To see... I
1: think the next move he makes, like imagine I think he went he he to he was. like a
0: team like the bulls or some of these teams who are up and coming, like, that, that would be a team, or even the Heat, like that would be a team that, that could do some damage. You know what I mean? But
1: Listen, I don't know who you think Cleveland is, but they are up and coming.
0: They're an up and coming squad. They're not a championship team. Today. Add LeBron, they might be.
1: Add LeBron, they might be. You know be. who might
0: be a championship team? <laughs> the 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't need him, though. He would only get in the way. How does it
0: look with Mr. Harden? coming on in for, for your team. I, I,
1: hasn't played yet. Hasn't played yet. He's not playing until after the All-Star break.
0: No, um, but I feel like I feel like Embiid is reju- is, like, is is like actually excited. He threw down 42 last night. You guys beat the Bucks
1: Yeah, we have a real second-half problem still, and we barely <laughs> hung on to win that one. But it, and the game before by that, way, we, we, well, we lost by like 50
0: to the to the Celtics the other night. I don't know yeah, if that. Yeah, but you know what? I, I did not see that. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but what I will say is maybe one of the best bets in all the NBA – 76ers first, first half. half, yeah, yeah, yeah. We come done out that a like couple with of guns time. blazing, we yeah, hit no, every
1: time. We had a 45 point second quarter, and that's just classic us. And then we were <laughs> trying to hang on that whole second half, but yeah, I think he's gonna add a lot. A lot of people think he chokes in, in the playoffs, James Harden being. And uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know, man. I can't get my hopes up with this team anymore. <laughs> I, I'm happy. I'm optimistic, but it, it doesn't go much further than that.
0: You hear, we'll, by the way, Skip Baylor saying that now. Uh, Skip Baylor saying that now that uh, Ben Simmons is is with the Nets and him and uh, you know KD are forming a good connection. If they're gonna win the East and they're the team to beat,
1: can you believe that? Can You believe this guy? I think there's a real good shot. They're a really good team, and we did. We made them better. That's for sure. We made them a better team. By the way. Ben, Ben's a phenomenal player, but he can do absolutely anything and everything besides score. And that's the one thing the Nets don't
0: really need him to do. Well, Drummond, Drummond's already looking fucking unreal with the Nets. He had 19 rebounds the other night. He had this fucking guy had
1: 19.
0: Yeah, they needed a big man. They got they got their big man.
1: And Seth Curry dropped 20. This guy, I mean, we understand these are good. We made them a much better team. We, we did. There's, there's no doubt about that. It's are we better than them? That remains to be seen. I'm not so sure. I'm not going to say we are yet. But moving on, here's a fun topic: WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, I know geez. you're a wrestling guy. Mark yeah. Calloway, aka The Undertaker, enters the Hall of Fame. Tell me a little bit about The Undertaker. What do you remember
0: about him? I was never a huge Undertaker guy. <gasps> oh, I mean, I mean, let, let, me, let me let me let me say, let me let me explain. Like he was always a legend. Like he was a, an absolute legend. But like. I was a stone cold Steve Austin guy. Of course like, you were. When you hear that fucking glass shatter the doon do doon doon down and he just came fucking barreling through like he just killed five people in the back. I mean there was just nothing that would get me going more than I mean I was I was listen I appreciated Undertaker. I I thought he was fucking dope. Um, I thought it was really cool how they brought Kane out after and then they had their thing and then they found out that he was like the brother of the Undertaker. I love the storylines that they used to have and these <laughs> things are so cool. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, the, the guy, he, I mean, you could argue the Undertaker is, you know, top five wrestlers of all time easily. Yeah,
1: top, he, three he,
0: maybe, <laughs> top three, maybe top three. I think Hulk Hogan is at the top. I, I don't think... Like to me, just like, and it was a little bit before my time when he was really, you know, like Hulkamania and like the absolute legend um, when he beat um, Andre the Giant. I mean, that was just revolutionized wrestling. It was so cool. So I think Hulk Hogan gets number one. And then, you know, like, yeah, you, you could say there's a lot of other guys who could be up there. But Undertaker's definitely, he is a face of wrestling for for all time. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, who, you, who was your, who, who would you cheer for? Like who, who was your guy growing up?
1: I was a big uh, stone cold Steve Austin guy as well. I mean, I, I wasn't, mean, how could
0: you not be? Yeah. yeah right now I... on a fucking Zamboni and spraying the, the commissioner down with Miller lights <laughs> in a fucking fire hose. I mean, if that's not entertainment, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That is sheer entertainment, dude.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I, Raw I,
0: is War was so fucking good back then. What was this? Raw. Monday Night yeah, Raw. Raw, was the Raw is War, dude. It was so unreal. So fucking good. Yeah. And then second wave where they had, you know, the John Cena's of the world and they had, you know, but but The Rock I feel like they've just fallen apart. Yeah, you know, I'd say also too, The Rock might be that he might be in that top 3 as well.
1: Yeah, all those. I love when he would do that. It doesn't matter what you think. Like he would just he the would,
0: millions.
1: He would ask someone a question, like, uh, or, or he would be asked a question, and they'd be like, "Hey, what do you, what do, you do? You think you got a good shot against uh, Stone Cold?" It doesn't matter.
0: If I got a <laughs> shot against
1: Stone Cold tonight.
0: I'll and, tell you a moment that was not needed for The Rock was the fucking one minute fucking prologue for the Super Bowl. Did you? What was that about? Yeah. That was bad, bro. And you know how much he probably got paid to do that.
1: He'll take anything that comes across his desk. That's me? why
0: he's the biggest. That's why he's the biggest star in Hollywood. He'll take the guys done. He started doing. He did the tooth fairy. The
1: tooth. I was just gonna say the tooth fairy. <laughs> and and the race to which mountain he was driving a taxi cab. It's unbelievable. I mean,
0: you have to admire the grind. I mean. Like, from going doing the Tooth Fairy to now he's, like, the biggest, highest-paid actor in Hollywood. It's do you remember
1: the movie The Rundown? That was a phenomenal movie.
0: Oh, where he was, like, he was coming down and he was, like payback king right he was like yeah in, man and it was
1: before he started taking all the roids so it was like he was in great shape but he wasn't as yeah. buffing, huge as he is now you remember it, he rolling
0: down with that double barrel the double barrel,
1: and he and he cocked it with one <laughs> hand
0: he, it was awesome. i think he cocked it with one hand and he still was able to blow the guy yeah, away he
1: was, he was he was he had two <laughs> double barrel shotguns he cocked them both. It was one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. And I haven't seen it again. The it.
0: rundown. I forgot about that. Phenomenal dude.
1: stuff. Well, <laughs> I don't have much else here. Do we do are we do we have any questions? I haven't looked. There was someone a couple of weeks ago who I thought had a great question, and we just forgot and we never got back to. And I wish we could remember who
0: that was or what the question we, was. We we gotta we gotta put up a post or something um maybe we like had a, a phenomenal question though i just don't remember what it was we got to be better tick the, the bottom line <laughs> is we got to be better this is just not a, so i think moving forward we got to do we got to put like a little story or post you know, up we'll like a, a day ask. or two before we do it and then just save all the responses
1: yeah yeah we do okay so i want to just close with i received the beautiful one week late but still a beautiful I told you that we didn't forget your birthday, president. did I? No, I know you did. It was pretty I know, bizarre, that you're a little so- I know you're
0: a little sour. I know you're a little sour, but like but I told you I, I couldn't tell you what it was. And I thought True. it was gonna come sooner because you know but but explain what you got there, Tim.
1: I got a cameo. And for those of you who don't know what cameos are, they are little videos that celebrities make or or online influencers make. You can pay every, every influencer or celebrity has their own price and you pay them to make a customized message either for yourself or usually for someone else, like a, a birthday message or an anniversary or, or what yep. have you. And I was gifted a cameo from one of my favorite all time people in the world, John Taffer. <laughs> bar Rescue's own. I'm shutting this bar down, John oh, Taffer. Geez. And Bobby and Joe and our buddy Showtime and, and Teddy, they got me this cameo personalized, about a 30 second message from John Taffer and it was just beautiful i had no words for a long time you know when you, you if something's really special when you you cannot get any words out other than as
0: unbelievable it's fun yeah i wanted him to, we it's told him to crazy. start yelling he didn't yell we wanted him to fucking lose it like 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 he does when he shuts the like shut the bar down I wanted him to like be screaming, but you know, I still think he did. You know, he did. A good oh, it was job.
1: phenomenal, and it was. he's still got And he's that, so
0: genuine. He's got that little twinkle in his eye. That little goes, twinkle in his eyes. He's got that <laughs> smile that makes you feel like you're the only one in the world. And <laughs> Jesus, what what kind of reaction to this cameo were you having? That was not what we you oh, it know it was a lovely birthday present it was, and he yeah. and he
1: certainly did get the the joke of me being the fucking worst he he didn't
0: forget <laughs> that. He didn't forget uh, that. the Taft man, dude. Oh, no, I thought so it was, was funny. Because we were like, well, can we get ticket? You know, he's not in town. Like, obviously, when you come back to LA next time, you know, we'll go out for your, you know, belated birthday dinner and get after it and have a good time. But, like, you know, we wanted to do something. I, and we're like, what can we do? And we're like, oh, well, this, this works. This works. By the way, the Taft man is not cheap. The Taft man, man is making a pretty penny on the cameo world. <laughs> let me tell I was you. Curious. And he took I was a curious. week to do it. I thought we were going to get it because he actually had done an interview with Robbie and he knows Rob. I thought maybe we would get him to do it like in the, a day or two, you know, like. So I was like, Bob, you know, we could even probably have him do it by today. So do not you the think case. he
1: remembers Bob? Or do you think that came in and he's like, who the fuck is this guy?
0: I think the f- <sighs> He said brilliantly dumb. I, he did. I, think he, I don't know if he if he spent like a minute to actually acknowledge and like correlate the fact that who was sending in the cameo. Because he probably has so many of them that he just fires through the names. You know what I mean? But
1: I don't think he regardless. has a bloody idea. Who, who Bob
0: <laughs> I think the second he got it's off Bob that Way too much, way too much credit.
1: Way too much credit for, for it. Bob.
0: It's not it. <laughs> Um,
1: All right. Well, that's all we got this week. I got to head out. I got to go have lunch with my grandmother. I already delayed it for you a little bit today um i know lunch is this we're almost at our dinner time now
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) the early bird's only three
1: hours away oh and we are early birds all right buddy well it's always good seeing you you know get a cup of coffee wake up a little bit and have yourself a hell of a day what a fantastic weekend i hope to see you more this weekend at the genesis and always a pleasure buddy love you
0: love you too dick